Hola, and welcome to Love Hallie, the podcast. My name is Hallie Valentina. I am your host, coach, confidant, but I want you to think of me as your no bullshit best friend, because each week I'm going to serve you all the necessary realness when it comes to self-love, body image, personal development, mental, physical, spiritual, emotional health, and all that good stuff in between. So if you're ready to hear some truth, have a few aha moments, get yourself comfy, and let's get into today's episode. Oh, hey friends, welcome back to episode three. How exciting. Thank you for joining me. What's been going on? How are you? How's your day been? How's your week been? I'm not sure what day you're listening to this. I usually publish on a Sunday. I love how I say usually, like I've been doing this for, you know, the past three years and this is my 300th episode and the last two episodes have gone up on a Sunday and um, so is this. So <laughs> let me know if you are listening to it on a Sunday. Send me a DM over at Love Hallie on Instagram. I think my favorite part of uh, the last episode especially was getting messages. Mm, I love seeing messages and dang, y'all really resonated with my last episode. I just thought whatever you know I didn't not whatever but I like I said these aren't planned I'm just kind of speaking and the fact that so many of you were like yes preach damn I feel the exact same way oh my god were you reading my diary like it's it's insane to think that so many of us feel the same way or we we struggle with so many of the same things but a lot of people don't actually talk about it so it's kind of this unknown it's unspoken so I'm glad that so many of you resonated. I'm not glad that you're struggling, but I'm glad that you were able to see, hey, um, shit, I'm not the only one. And there are some ways that I can actually go about it. And it was really great. I got such great feedback. Thank you again. And I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts on today's episode. So again, make sure you jump over to Love Hallie on Instagram and send me a message because I know damn well someone is going to resonate even more with this episode. So let's jump into it. Okay, y'all, I was stuck when it came to this episode because, as you know, I don't have a plan or a structure or anything like that when it comes to what I want to speak on. I just want to let it come naturally and speak on things that I actually can talk about and give value and actually, you know, connect with. I don't want to just talk about random topics just for the sake of getting content out. And so when it came to this week's episode, I was you know, thinking, oh, you know, what do I want to speak on? And I kept struggling because all the things that I do eventually want to talk about, none of them were actually connecting. I didn't feel called to speak about any of those things. So I had to really sit back and, you know, say to myself, girl, you wanted this podcast to be authentic. You wanted it to be real. So you got to keep it real. And that's exactly what I'm going to do with y'all. So your girl has been going through it, friends. The last few weeks have been brutal. There has been a major shift in my life and it's really just thrown me off course and not in like a dramatic, physical, visible way. It is definitely an emotional shift and 
sometimes I think that that's actually a lot harder because it's so deep and there's nothing you can really do but to feel it. You know, of course, there's things you can do to alter, you know, your emotions, but I ain't about that. I am very in tune with my emotions. I do not want to suppress them in any way because I've done that. I've been there. I have learned my lesson the hard way, so I won't do that again. I'm very, you know, open and willing to just really face my shit and just and just really feel it. I have, you know, taught myself to really embrace whatever comes my way, you know, good or bad, because I think for such a long time, I allowed fear to really rule my life. It was just fear robbed me from so, so, so many things that, and even feeling emotions was one of those things. So recognizing how much fear was a you know dictator to my life I made that conscious effort to just be like you know what whatever is going to happen will happen so why not just embrace it good bad or ugly just if whatever comes your way just go with it whatever it may be and that really only came into effect about three years ago because I experienced a really major major health scare Now, without getting too into it, because it's an episode in itself, I'll just go over it briefly. So I had surgery, which ended up having complications. And these complications were unspecified. You know, the doctors knew that there was something clearly wrong. They just didn't know what. So there was no resolution, no way around it. So I had all of these questions and no answers. And this actually went on for months. So I was in this place of uncertainty that I would not wish upon anyone because it was so scary. And when you're in that level of uncertainty about your life, yeah, that changes you. Oh, and you can't escape it. You can't distract yourself. You can't suppress it. You can't take your mind off of it because that level of uncertainty, that's not about a part of your life or an event that's happening. It is about your life in itself. So you have no choice but to really embrace what is happening. You know, there is no running. There is no hiding. You have to just face it and feel your emotions. And in the beginning, oh my gosh, it was so hard. You go to some of the darkest places your mind could ever go, which is completely understandable. It is so valid when you're in that, you know, state of mind. So it's not unnatural to, you know, go to that level of darkness, especially when you're just first dealing with it all and you're trying to process everything. So you actually really do need to allow yourself to feel that because if you're going to sit there and try and you know be positive you're avoiding all of that and you're just delaying it because it'll come up for you so when you're in that place of uncertainty and you've got that level of fear and anger and sadness you need to let it come through you have to because like I said you're you're just delaying the inevitable and it's going to come up later so 
I allowed myself to feel whatever I needed to feel and I just went through the motions. But I did it in silence. I didn't express to anyone what I was feeling because I, you know, don't want to be a burden and you are like, oh, no one can help you anyway, so why bother anyone else with your shit? Just deal with it. But one day I was just exhausted. I was feeling so defeated and I had someone over. Thankfully, oh, thankfully this person is not someone who just responds in a way to, you know, make you feel better and pump positivity into you. She is an incredible listener and, you know, thank God that day she was there because I just for the first time, expressed how I was really feeling. And it wasn't some dramatic, you know, moment. It was just, I'm scared and I have these regrets and I'm, I've got these fears. And it was great because she just listened and she didn't know what to say. And she said that, which was probably the best thing because I didn't need her to say anything back. I just needed to express it. And once I had done that, I realized now I could make the decision of what I wanted to do with this path that I was on. Either I have fear and worry and really just wallow in this uncertainty and choose the path of the victim and just wonder why this happened to me and question everything and just really rip myself to shreds because there were no answers. Doesn't matter how many questions I asked, there were not going to be any answers to those. So either it was that or I had to choose the path of recognizing that there is a purpose to everything and that I had no control over it because that was the reality. My reality was I had zero control over what was happening. All I could control was how I responded to it. So I had to really, really adopt that mentality of whatever will be, will be. I had to really believe that. I didn't have a choice. I couldn't sit there and overanalyze anything because once I had gone through that initial shock period and, like I said, expressed it and, you you know, put it out into the world, I had to very quickly choose which response I was going to choose because once you make that choice, it sets really quickly. Because you don't have the luxury of tossing up between faith and fear and wavering and constantly questioning. You are in such a state of desperation that you need to make a choice because the only thing you can control is your response. So you choose faith or fear. And I chose faith because it was not the easier option to choose faith. Trust me, you recognize the lack of control you have in your life. You don't understand why you're going through something so difficult, but you realize that there is a reason you're here. And I'm either going to learn from it and grow from it, or I'm going to reject it and be angry and be sad and create this energy that's not going to benefit me in any way, shape or form. So I chose the path that I knew was going to bring me more peace more growth and it was going to challenge me because I was going to be tested so I had to choose that path so I gave myself the best shot otherwise there is no way I would have been able to get through that so once I vowed to take that path I vowed to take that path forever I said 
once I get through this, I'm going to continue to really let go of this need to control, let go of all of this fear and stop, you know, questioning everything. I'm just going to embrace it and get really present because what that season of my life taught me was that you can make all the plans in the world. You can have all these expectations. You can have all of these goals, but God has his own plan. You know, call it God, call it universe, source, spirit, whatever it is. There is something greater. There is a bigger picture and you can't control the path that you're placed on. You can only control your response to the path that you're on. So that was the biggest thing that I had learned in that. That's why I vowed that from then on, I just wasn't going to worry about the future. I wasn't going to stress about all these things that hadn't even happened yet, because that's what I would do. I would never live in the moment. I would constantly live in the future, a place that didn't exist. And it was just so liberating to be able to just make that decision and especially because of the, you know, severity of it all, I knew that this was a genuine commitment that I was making to myself and that this was a promise that without a doubt I would keep. And because it took months for me to recover fully, I used that time to really solidify that commitment that I had made to myself. So then when I did eventually recover, you can imagine my outlook on life was so different. I really took each day with so much gratitude and I put myself in situations that I never would have before. I was making decisions that scared the shit out of me but thought, you know what, whatever. I'm embracing every single moment and it really changed my life. Honestly, three years ago, I can say was a turning point in my life. Physically, I have completely changed and emotionally, I have grown more than I ever have. So I was living this life, you know, everything's going great. And when I say great, I mean anything that came my way, nothing could really get me down for long. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm some invincible person that doesn't feel pain or doesn't get angry or upset. No, I do, but it just doesn't impact me in the way that it used to. It doesn't, you know, put me in this place of debilitating pain and I can't get over it. I just really, again, I live from that mentality of whatever is meant to be will be. So I wouldn't give too much energy to the things that were happening because, again, I don't have control over them. So I would give myself time, obviously, to feel whatever it was. If I was, you know, feeling some type of way, I would allow, my, allow myself to feel it and then just, you know, move along from it. Also in saying that going through a life-altering experience, it kind of teaches you not to sweat the small stuff. So you just develop and grow further from that. There is a word in Arabic, and if you know me personally, you already know what this word is because I am obsessed with it, and it's maktub. Maktub means it is written in, you know, the simplest English translation. And essentially what, it, what that means is that whatever will be, will be. It's already written. And I find a lot of peace in that word because, again, I 
have vowed to live my life from that place of surrender. So this is essentially another form of that. And I have it everywhere. I've got it on my phone as a screensaver. I've got it on um, a letterboard in my bedroom. And you, if you've read The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, you would know this saying quite well because it's it's throughout that book. And again, life was great. And living from this place, when I tell you the opportunities that came my way, I can't even begin to explain how my life genuinely changed from the outside because I shifted what I was feeling on the inside. And it was, it's almost like because I was living in such a grateful place, I almost forgot what got me there. That might sound crazy. If you've never experienced something so severe like that, you might think, what the hell? How can you forget something so dramatic? But you know, once you make it through such a difficult time in your life and you come out the other end really grateful and embracing your life and living, you see it through a different lens. Not straight away, but you do because you adopt this lifestyle and once you commit to it and really, you know, be consistent with it, you look back and you think, wow. Wow. And it really changes the way you look at your own past and the way you really embrace your present. And that really catapulted my journey to self-love and my journey to love in general, because I really feel that although it starts off with self-love, it ultimately evolves into just love because you know the saying goes you can't love anyone until you love yourself and I 100% agree with that so it starts off as self-love and then it expands into just love period and by doing that the way my life unfolded was incredible and it's just such a testament to once you really do get aligned with yourself and start really living from a place of love and abundance and gratitude, your life starts to really reflect what's happening on the inside. And, you know, it's not easy. I have really spent the last few years working on myself quite diligently and really reprogramming my subconscious and breaking old habits and relearning new things. So, has taken work and I've really put that work in. I'm not going to lie. I have done the work. I've made the investments in myself. I have put myself in the situations that I needed to in order to expand and grow. And I spent a lot of this time really establishing who I was and questioning what I valued. I wanted to get really clear on the things that I wanted out of life. So I created these standards based on the things that I valued. And I ended up really having this set of standards that I held quite firm to. And, you know, as we get older, once we develop these things, they kind of become, they're set. But at the same time, as you get older, you start to recognize that some things that you might have cared about 
a few years ago you don't really care about now or there are some things that you thought you wouldn't care about and you do care about. So these standards and these values, they can change. It's not something that is concrete. Yes, there are some things that we all have that are non-negotiables, you know, and a lot of that comes to with, you know, how someone treats you, the level of integrity they have, all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, so I got clear on all of these things that I wanted and I started really living from that place. And, you know, I held firm to a lot of the non-negotiables. I really believed that I had this perfect set of standards that, you know, at the time they were really aligned with my way of thinking, I suppose. And they were really important to me based on what was important to me back then. And then a year ago, that's when things really started to change. I started getting signs that perhaps it was time to reevaluate these non-negotiables and see whether they really are something that's really important to you or is it because it's all you know and you are so set on it that you can't actually let go. But I didn't really acknowledge those signs to its full extent. I recognized them and I acknowledged them to a degree. And I just kind of kept going with the flow. I didn't think too much about it. I kind of just, you know, I kept my non-negotiables and kept it moving. And then things like, okay. Like I said before, I don't, I try not to worry too much about the future because it's not really necessary. It doesn't exist. I'm not too worried about what's, you know, to come in 5, 10, 15 years. Yes, of course, I have goals and there are things that I want to achieve. Incredible. But again, when you've been through something like I have, you don't get too attached to certain things because you recognize how much your path can change. And boy, did my path change. <laughs> I was on this path and then I obviously I was getting these signs that I chose to ignore and those signs turned into a, a speeding train. And then I ended up getting hit with all of this shit and I didn't know what to do from there. But I embraced it. I just kept it moving and everything was fine. And because I was living in the present, I allowed, you know, people to leave my life and enter my life without any, you know, animosity, nothing was bad, no attachments, things were good. I was very strong on not being attached to the outcome of things. I, that became something I developed as well. I was very much in that place of whatever the outcome, things are going to be fine. And when I tell you things were great, I, I don't think I can even really put into words how good things were going because I maintained that present state. I really ensured that I was consistent with that practice. I didn't allow anything to really go into a place of, you know, um, fear and the future and all of these things. And 
things started to really manifest for me in a way that I kind of started to be like, hold on a second, what is going on? There is so much happening that I really dreamed of. I would be in a place of not shock, but I guess awe. I would look back at certain times and think, hang on, what I have now I would journal about or I would, you know, wish for so, you know, many times. And I was in this place of genuine bliss. I was on this path that was just incredible. And I really felt that things were just falling into place. I have never been more in line with the with just life. I just never really felt as aligned as I did in this last season of my life, probably the last, you know, six or so, six to 12 months. And funnily enough, in more recent times, those tests that came to me about a year ago, those signs, they came back. But I truly believe they came back at a time that I actually cared enough to, you know, acknowledge them and look into them. Because this time around, there was a very strong why attached to the sign. There was a very strong reason for me to want to re reevaluate and want to potentially change things. And once I did actually embrace it and go down the path of looking into what it would mean to change these values, it was scary. I'm not going to lie. It was scary because when you have this vision in your head and you have this thought process and you've got this like fantasy in your head, you think that that's going to manifest for you. And if it's something different, it's scary. You think that it's potentially not right because it doesn't match what's in your head. So again, I was faced with that decision of whether I was going to respond with faith or fear. And because this time around, I was so aligned and I was just in this complete state of flow, I was able to choose faith so much easier and I was able to make such a strong decision versus before because now I had a really strong why and this time I was not confused about the signs. The signs were magnified. The signs were real. There was no questioning them. I couldn't, you know, um, call it a coincidence. There was no way I could have just put it down to a fluke. There were real clear signs that this was the path I am supposed to be taking. And because I looked at it from a place of faith and love, it was a lot easier for me to embrace. Like I said, I've been working on this. But if I were to look at it from a fearful place, trust me, it's really easy to convince yourself that these signs aren't real and that these this feeling in your heart doesn't actually mean anything. Trust me, your ego is ready to go. If you want to convince yourself that this path that is calling you is not right for you, be my guest. You will not have a shortage of excuses. You will not have a shortage of um, 
reasons to validate your fear. This is something I really need people to understand. You can validate your fear until the day that you die. Trust and believe. Your ego, which is that small part of you that really can rip you up inside, it's ready to go. If you have a fear, you've planted that seed, ego will be the one watering it. Day and night, it will not miss a beat because if you look at things with fear, you can just really convince yourself that it's not meant for you. It's not right for you. It's not the right time. It's not the right place. You're not ready. You're not, you know, um, God, I don't know. You're not accomplished enough. You're not spiritual enough. You're not skinny enough. You're not big enough. You're not anything enough. You can convince yourself of all the reasons as to why you can't or shouldn't go down this path. And if I were to go down the road of fear, I would do the exact same thing. I would start to validate all of my fears and reasons why I can't make any of these shifts and why I can't make these decisions. But, you know, being from a place of faith, you can say, I can do anything that comes my way, really. If I have a strong enough why, the how is not an issue. And once I really embrace this new path, I dove in open-heartedly with love and excitement and just, you know, complete alignment, that's when the real test of faith came because my life came to a screeching halt with no warning and all these things that were falling into place fell apart. And again, there was no warning, so I was completely blindsided and I had no control over it because there are other people involved and you can only control yourself. You can't control how other people think or feel. And when I recognized that things were falling apart because of fear, it served as a really big reminder that no matter how great a situation or how amazing a path is for you, your fear can really just overpower any sense of faith that you have because when the unknown comes knocking you answer with faith or fear one of my favorite definitions of fear is by Trent Shelton and he says fear is creating a known result from a situation you haven't experienced yet and that is so true because it's exactly that you are creating something in your mind based on something you haven't lived. It's just, it's insane. I think it's so sad that people are allowing their fear to really, really impact their lives to a point where they are missing out on the best things in life. And a lot of the time, these fears aren't even negative. They are masked as a really positive thing, which is actually even worse because when fear is masked as an outwardly positive thing, it is often validated by the person who is experiencing it as well as people around them because they're just thinking they're being encouraging when in reality they're just feeding that fear more and keeping it alive. So now I found myself in this position where the path that I was on wholeheartedly, happily, with all kinds of flow, love and abundance, taking a different direction and you know once I turned the corner guess who's there waiting for me faith and fear 
and my heart chose faith. But fear was not going to let up that easy. So he went to my mind and he knocked on the door and he's like, hey girl, long time no see. Faith was telling me that you're going through a hard time and you know, he got your heart covered. So let me talk to your mind real quick. Let's catch up. It's been a long time. So I cracked the door and lo and behold, he came on in, barged in, made himself at home. So that initial part of, you know, taking things taking a turn, fear was front and center in my mind. And it was like a tug of war. My mind was in this state of fear and my heart was in a state of faith. So it was just a really shitty place to be. But I knew that I was going to feel sadness and pain and that fear was going to be an element, especially in the beginning. So I didn't beat myself up. I just allowed myself to feel the way I needed to. And I just allowed the emotion to come through. But I realized that things were spiraling very quickly and that my mind was going to a place that I didn't want to be. And I realized that's because although I had faith, I was still keeping room for the fear. I was holding space for that fear. So I had to make that decision again and say, I need to have faith and my faith needs to be complete. It needs to cover all the surface. I can't just have it on half of it and leave room for fear to come in because as soon as there's any kind of room, fear is ready and waiting to occupy any vacant space that you have for it and it will get in there and it will just grow. So I either allow it to grow and continue to take over my mind, which will eventually just drive all of my faith out, or I hold on to the faith that I have and I allow that to grow and completely take over. And what's crazy is that I actually haven't been in a position like this probably since three years ago. Not to this extent, at least. There have been things that have come and gone, but nothing that's really made this much of an impact because nothing has really been this significant to me. And I believe that the level of faith and patience that you have is in direct proportion to the level of value and importance you place on a certain person or a certain outcome. So that's what I'm doing. I am sticking to my vow and I am keeping the promise that I made to myself because I know that that is exactly what I need to be doing now, especially with something that is so important to me. So I have chosen the path of faith and I am really grateful that I was able to experience that fear so I could see how strong faith really is and that by choosing faith and sticking to it you can really drive out fear you know fear is always going to be there but it's up to you whether you let it in or not if you are listening to this right now and you are being faced with a few different paths and you don't know which one to take Perhaps there's one that's an easy path and perhaps there's one that's a little bit, you know, more challenging. It's unknown. It's something that perhaps 
means you have to make sacrifices. I want you to really get quiet and ask yourself if you were to take the path of least resistance, would you regret not trying? Would you regret not just giving it a go and seeing how it panned out? Would you look back and think, I wonder what would have happened? If you are fearful of what could go wrong, think of all the things that could go right. Think of why this path is even in your vision to begin with. Why is it even being presented to you? If you are the type of person that, like me, believes everything happens for a reason, is there not a reason that you are being faced with this? I think it's really important to just get quiet and really ask yourself what the worst thing could be and then what the best thing could be. And I guarantee you the best thing that could happen will always outweigh the worst things that can happen. If you are fearful of not being ready, quote-unquote ready, no one is ever ready, let me tell you that. If you ask someone who has one or more children, they will always tell you that ultimately they weren't ready to have kids. No one is ever fully ready. So don't allow you know, your timeline to get in the way of God's timeline. You need to choose whether you're going to lead with love and faith or if you're going to flee with fear. And if you're listening to this and perhaps the path that you are on has come to a halt and you don't know if it's the end, you don't want it to be the end and you don't know what to do, just remember that sometimes obstacles are just detours and that The path that you're currently on is the exact path that you're meant to be on. And I know firsthand how hard that is to hear, especially when you're hurting and you are confused and you're just not sure why this is all happening. But have faith in yourself in knowing that you will get through whatever is put in your way. You've done it so far. If you're listening to this, You've made it through every bad day you've ever been dealt. And if you're still in the, you know, initial stages of dealing with the change and perhaps you're still hurting and you don't see that light at the end of the tunnel, that's okay. You are allowed to feel that. Please don't force yourself into trying to feel better and give yourself these affirmations and you know, act like everything's okay. Don't avoid it. Just allow yourself to feel. But please don't suffer in silence. Please reach out to someone that loves you. And if you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to or you don't want to be a burden, please message me. 
I'm more than happy to chat. Honestly, I know how important it is to have people that can really support you in this time. But all in all, the important thing is that you have faith in yourself. Just have faith that there is a bigger picture and that there is purpose to your pain. There is a reason why you're going through this. And I can't tell you that reason. I wish I could. But if you look back at all of the turns that were so painful in your life, you'll be able to find something beautiful that came out of it. So just to wrap this episode up, I'm going to say again, because it is that important, if you are in a position where you need to make a choice between fear and faith, please, please choose faith. You would always rather take a leap of faith and experience something for yourself than to reject it out of fear and always wonder what would have happened. And you know deep down you will question it. You know that deep down you will wonder whether you made the right decision. So please remember that it's always the scary things that help us grow the most. And if you're creating that story in your head, you know, that known result from the experience you haven't had yet, and it's a disempowering story, you have the power to flip that. It's in your control to change that story into an empowering one, into one that is full of all the possibilities that could come from it, all the positive things that could come from it, not the negative. If you're able to think of just the negative, you're also able to think of just the positive. So remember that it is all up to you and you are in total control of whether you choose to go with faith or fear. Okay, y'all, this episode was real. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you were able to resonate in some way. Please reach out at lovehallie on Instagram. Any feedback, questions, just to have a chat, just to say hi. I love hearing from you guys. And I would be so grateful if you were willing to leave me a review over on iTunes. It would mean the world to me. Thank you again for listening. I hope you have an incredible day, night, whatever you're doing. And remember, when your life calls, don't let fear stop you from answering. It's-